0: Welcome everyone to this episode of Unraveling the Veil with your host Yara Rose from the yararose.com website. That's y a r a r o s e.com. Welcome everyone to this episode. I am so excited to be here speaking with you today. I have so many things that I want to say and I have no idea in which the order they will all come out of my mouth. However, As always, I believe in the power of the universe and I believe that I am bringing this information to you in the most empowering way that I am capable of doing because every single time I sit down to record one of these sessions, I offer it up to the universe and I know that they bring forward the messages that they really would like to share with you. The episode this month is about beliefs and the beliefs that we carry, the beliefs that we hold. My entire month of December and most of my month of January have revolved around this concept of beliefs, the ones that I carry about myself, the ones that I carry about the world, how I'm focusing, what my perception is, and surrender, as always. These concepts keep coming up again and again and again. So I hope you enjoy this podcast. I'm really excited to be here talking to you again. And I want to start the podcast off today with this quote that I know I've heard time and time again, and I really like it. And it has become even more powerful to me the more I explore my beliefs and the more I understand how everything plays a role in our lives. And it is, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Henry Ford. I fully believe, quote, I have been told by spirit time and time again that the only limitations I have on my abilities to accomplish anything in this world are those that I impose upon myself by my beliefs that I carry and hold. I also want to throw out this one. If it looks like a duck, walks like a duck, and quacks like a duck, it is a duck. I don't know where it originated, but I've heard this one a lot as well. I think it's interesting because it leaves out something for me. And one day in December, I was thinking about it and the thought came to me, how do you know what a duck is? Who told you what a duck is? Who told you the attributes of a duck that it walks a certain way, that it quacks, that it swims, that it does all these things a certain way. Who told you that 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 characteristic of that type of animal is a duck? And how did they know that that's what it was? Because the thing is, a lot of our beliefs came from other people and they came from societies and they are all influenced by those people's belief systems and those people's experiences and perceptions of life. So, so the second quote I'd be a little more careful with because... What is a duck? Who defines what a duck is? Who defines what those characteristics are? Maybe what a duck is for one person is really considered a different thing altogether in a different country. Think of how many different words and cultures we have for the same thing, but we know it by this word in this culture and this word in that culture because of our beliefs because of our backgrounds and our language here's the thing about the second quote it looks like a duck walks like a duck and quacks like a duck it is a duck that's all well and good and there are cases that i believe the logic is simple as that however i would like to add the caveat that you can always remain open to any possibilities and even though you may have this in mind that it is a duck Does it hurt you in any way to look deeper into it? Does it harm you in any way to approach something with, maybe it is that, but what if it's not? What if it could be something else? And just be curious about it and explore it a little bit more before ruling something out just because your logic or some sort of old limiting belief or some sort of belief that you have a foundational level tells you that it's this. Because what I've learned over the course of the last several years is that our beliefs are not always right. And I feel like we lose a lot of magic in the world and a lot of opportunities because we're afraid to, to be curious, because we don't want to explore something too strongly or too deeply because we're not sure what's going to happen if we do. And we don't know what people are going to think about us or what we're going to look like and how we're going to feel on the inside. Which brings me to something else that I really wanted to share with you today. I would say in the last two months, Spirit has really been working towards teaching me big concepts and helping me understand, learn, and grow and become really powerful in who I am and who I want to be and what I want to be and how I want to show up in the world. And I don't know if that's because I'm finally opening up to that level where I say to them, I trust you. We have built this foundation together. You have shown me time and time again that I can trust you. And that when I let go of my limiting beliefs, when I let go of my ego's idea and expectations for safety, and I put my fate in your hands, miracles happen. The most amazing things play out in my life that I never would have expected in the most wonderful ways. And I want to continue exploring this with you because I am enjoying it and I love it and I want to keep learning from you. Whatever the reason, my life lately has been very interesting. At the beginning of January, I had a message come to me that Spirit wanted me to share with everyone. So I did share it on my social media Platform, but I also want to share it here with you today, and I'm going to read it off exactly as I had shared it previously just so I don't miss anything because I think it's pretty powerful the way that I had it. It starts like this Hi, I don't know about you, but I have had a lot on my mind and in my heart lately. I've recently watched many God themed movies that never fail to inspire me. Together, they provide a pretty clear picture of the miracles that can happen if you believe. Believe in yourself. Believe in some form of a higher power and in your ability to co collaborate to create a life experience your mind never could have imagined possible. Spirit has told me, time and again, that there are no limits on your potential except those you and your beliefs impose upon you. Sometimes this can seem daunting because we've been weaving beliefs around ourselves since before we can remember. Literally, some beliefs we even inherit from our ancestors upon birth. These beliefs built upon each other our entire lives fine-tuning and further defining who we think we are, what we think we are capable of, and many other things. But what happens when we have a desire to be more, to do more than our current belief system enables us to do? What happens when a personal crisis occurs that challenges everything we've ever believed to be true about not only ourselves, but the world in which we live? the people we thought we knew, or the higher power we thought we understood. Both the personal yearning for more and a crisis can forever change the world as we know it. Do you want to know a secret that isn't really a secret? Everyone is struggling. There is not one single person that has their life entirely running perfectly smooth and effortlessly. They may be struggling in one area of their life because of a personal crisis or in another because they feel down to their soul that they want more out of their life. However, very few people want the world to know that they are struggling, and some don't want to admit it to themselves, let alone friends, family, or their loving community. Why is that, one might wonder. There are too many answers that are prudent to name, but I would say the biggest is fear. Fear of judgment, rejection, Being alienated, appearing weak, losing respect, becoming unlovable, etc. The list goes on and on. You know what spirit says is more powerful than fear? They say unconditional love is always the answer. This is a concept that I struggle with during certain rough times in my life. It's very challenging to my ego to believe that love could somehow prevail during difficult situations. However, I'm starting to ask myself these questions. Do I believe in my connection with my higher self and spiritual community? Do I trust them explicitly? And do I choose faith and love over fear and hate? My answers are always the same, and I find an indescribable inner peace immediately following my responses. I thank my spiritual community every day for the blessing that they are in my life. I know not everyone believes in a higher power, and that is their choice and their right. For me, I know I wouldn't be here without my faith. I am beyond grateful for the relationship that I have built with my higher self and spiritual community. My life has been forever altered by a personal crisis that at the time I wasn't sure I was going to survive. A conversation from God's Not Dead, A Light in Darkness that I especially loved was around the concept of being in the midst of a personal crisis or in the fire as they called it. Josh said that deeply questioning your beliefs isn't a bad thing. Because God can use it, and he can also put you on a path to pursue truth. I found my truth because of my personal crisis, and I'll be forever grateful. If you are going through a personal crisis or feel a calling that there is more to life than what you are currently experiencing, I urge you to seek help. Asking for help isn't a weakness. It's a true act of courage to be willing to ask and receive help in an area you are struggling in. We are all in this life together. We are all struggling with something. Each of us is armed with gifts and talents that when used with a loving and compassionate heart can help heal and build each other up. I wish you all love, light, truth, and happiness. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm a little emotional now. I wasn't expecting that to hit me like it did. It's a very personal experience that I shared in that message. And it's something that I believe in so strongly that every time I think about it, it just leaves me in this situation. So Moving on, I hope that there was something in there that you resonated with and that you can use as guidance or at least to get you curious on why am I going through what I'm going through and what is the reason behind this current situation? Instead of asking why life is happening to you and why you're being punished, ask what you can learn from it, what it's trying to teach you, what new directions that this opportunity is presenting in your life. And that makes such a huge difference. I know that when you are in the midst of a crisis, I know it's really hard to believe that there's ever going to be anything good that comes out of it. But from my personal experience, it can honestly be a jumpstart into some of the best experiences that you ever have in your life. So hang in there and be willing to reach out when you're going through something difficult because there are other people around. There's people in your life. And if you can't think of any off the top of your head, and you do believe in some sort of a higher power, toss the ball to them, you know. It's okay to say, hey, universe, I don't know what to do right now. I'm going through a difficult time. I'm in pain, and I really would love some guidance. And then just being open to receiving that, knowing that as soon as you say that out loud, or you say it in your head, they will hear you, and they will start orchestrating things on their side to bring to you the people or the situations or the circumstances that you need to move forward in a positive way. I know this to be true. I feel this to be true. It has happened to time and again in my life. But again, it's what you believe that you experience in life. So if you don't believe it, It's going to be more difficult for you, but not impossible. So if you don't have any other options, why not just see what happens and be open to whatever comes your way. And it might not be what you expect, but if any part of your heart is like, that's interesting, I want to look into that. Pursue that because I know you will be glad that you did later on. I would like to share an experience with you that I had in December. It was very personal for me and a really big variance. I compare it similar to when I decided to take that leap of faith and go to Hawaii by myself. And it's kind of funny when you say that because it seems so small in comparison to that. But for my personal uh, fears and patterns and cycles, it was big. So I'm just going to get right into it. I have lived in Minnesota my entire life, but yet I hate Driving in Minnesota winter weather, whether it's storms or just severe winds with the wind or with the snow blowing all over the place, I hate whiteout conditions. They're terrifying to me because icy roads, you know, you can go slow if it's snowing lightly, but yet you can still see the roads and it's not deep or anything. That's not as big of a deal. But whenever I hear that there's going to be a lot of snow or a wintry mix or a winter storm coming through, I want to make sure that I am doing my best to not be on the roads I will go into work around the days that the storm's going to be there so that way I don't have to worry about it. I try not to make a lot of plans in the winter just because you never know with the winter weather what's going to happen and I am I'm terrified of driving on bad roads in the win- in, in winter because you just there's so many things that you have no control over. You have no control over whether the snow is going to be such that you can't see you have no control over the other cars on the road and how those drivers are going to be because there are some drivers that are just crazy on winter roads they just keep driving like like it's nothing and there's also times where you encounter a semi who being as big as they are they just blow all the snow over onto you and you can't see for that short period of time and it's scary to me because i don't have any control so to me Driving in a winter storm in Minnesota really is an act of faith every single time. I tell you this just so you understand the level of my fear of driving in a winter storm or any winter weather, really. So I don't know if I've ever talked about this before or not, but I offer services, things that I have found to be extremely helpful on my journey. I wanted to be able to offer to other people so that way They could also experience how these extra different energy healing modalities or just life coaching can really open up their life to and offer different outcomes in their life. Everything that I offer as a service is something I have tried myself and I have found to be so incredibly helpful and empowering that I felt I wanted to be certified or I wanted to be able to offer these services to other people so that they could also start feeling like like they love their life as well because it's an amazing feeling. And that's, again, not to say that my life is perfect because it's not. And it's not to say that everything in my life is exactly how I want it. I'm still on the journey, too, and I'm still working through things, but... I have done enough internal work that I love my life. And I know that there is not a single person in this world I would want to exchange my life with if I had the offer to, hey, you can be anyone in the world. Who else would you want to be? And I would say me every time because I know who I am. I know how I feel on the inside. And I know that I can get to where I want to be because I've done the work and I have the community and I have the relationship with my higher power that I know that everything that I want is within reach. And I don't know about any of those other people, but I know that I am good the way I am. And that's what I mean. I want everyone to feel that way about their life where they can look at all these other people and see the perception that they see of them and be like, nope, I still don't want their life because I don't know what their internal world looks like. I don't know what all their baggage is. And I'm happy with mine. And I feel confident that I can handle what I have going on. Anyways, so I started offering these services. I can't remember, I think in 2019, after my Hawaii trip, I started offering them just because all of it was so powerful. Everything had come together. And I was like, Oh my gosh, this is what I want to do. This is what I'm passionate about doing. I'm passionate about sharing these experiences, and these techniques and these things different things that people can do to enrich their lives and empower themselves to create the life of their dreams. And I had the goal that I was going to be fully self-employed in doing these services by however many months or years or whatever. And I still do work as an accountant. So clearly that goal didn't happen in the time frame that I had established, but I think it's because there's been so many other things along the way that the universe has been trying to teach me and kind of prepare me for this and how to handle that. And Also, it's just a big, it's just a big belief system for me. So I had a lot of beliefs that I had to let go of in order to get to the point where I could do this. And that's what last year was about, was about working through my beliefs. And my card for the year was purging the unnecessary. So I did let go of a lot of beliefs last year. And It took a little bit of time because even though they no longer serve you, they are part, as I said in my statement that I had read out, there are a lot of those things that that's who you think you are for so long. And there is a mourning and a grieving process as you let go of that because it kind of opens you up to this brand new plane of, okay, well, if that no longer serves me, who am I and what am I going to be doing? And you're kind of just left searching around like, oh my gosh, I don't know where to go from here. And that's where your faith comes in and the trust in yourself. Anyway, I digress. I asked Spirit in December what they wanted me to do, what the next step is. And shortly after that, I would say within like the next two days, I saw a advertisement for marketing your business and getting your name out there. And I was like, well, that's interesting. Oh, wow. That's only a week away. You really want me to do that? And, you know, I got my intuition and my spirit. And I was like, yeah, you should do that. If you're serious about making this your full-time passion in your business, you should do this. And I was like, oh, well, it's, you know, an hour and a half away and it's winter. I don't know if I really want to schedule that. But then I started thinking there hasn't been a single snowstorm yet. What are the chances that all of a sudden there's going to be one next week? I haven't heard of anything. It'll be fine. And then I was like, OK, well, here we go, spirit. This is what we're going to do. If I put in and take in and I get approved to have vacation off because it is our busy time, we're having the auditors come in. It's the end of the year. We have a lot of things going on and I really don't have time for it, but I told you that I would pursue this career with you and that if you really wanted me to do it, we would find a way to make it work. So we'll do, this will be my deal with you. If I put in to get PTO for that day and I get it, then I will sign up for this class and I will go. And that morning I put in for it. And within two hours I had a, yes, you can go. I was like, oh, Man, that kind of was a bummer, right? Because I was kind of hoping that he would say no and I wouldn't have to worry about it. But okay, I made a deal with the universe and I was like, okay, here we go. So I signed up. And by Monday, my husband was watching the news and the weather was talking about this winter snow occurrence on that Friday. And I was like, oh my gosh, you have got to be kidding me. There's no way that the first snow is going to be on the day that I chose to go this long drive away. No way. He's like... Hey, did you know that there's going to be snow on Friday? And it's like, no, not at all. I'm mentally freaking out, right? Like, what are the chances that all of a sudden I would sign up for this and then there's going to be a snowstorm? But I told him, you know, I don't want to hear all the weather stuff. I don't listen to the news ever anymore. So that's just me. A personal choice. I don't listen to that. So usually my husband just tells me if there's something I need to know. And as the week goes, there's more and more, they're talking about this winter storm, and, and he's like, are you sure you want to go? And I'm like, I don't know. Don't even talk to me about it. I don't want to hear about it. And then I'd go into work, and my coworker is very into the news and what's going on and keeping me apprised of what she feels I need to know. Well, in our casual conversation, it comes up that I took Friday off to go to a class by the cities and she's like oh did you know there's gonna be a winter storm and then she looked it up online and was telling me all about it and I said you know what I believe in the universe I believe that I'm supposed to go to this so if there's a way for me to get there I'm gonna go and I don't I don't want to hear any more about it. It's going to work out. Everything's going to be in my favor. It's going to be all good. And literally, she came into my office two more times while I was there to tell me about updates about it and how it's going to be here. And people or things are starting to get canceled and closed. And by this time, it's Thursday. So I'm going to this place the next day. and, And there's all this stuff about this thing is closing, this business is closing, schools are closing, everyone's preparing for this winter storm. And, and she's like, maybe you should spend the night in a hotel up there. So that way you're already up there. I was like, no, I don't want to do that, but it'll be okay. You know, and I'm just, just trying not to worry about it. And then I get home and my husband's saying, are you sure you have to go to this? Did it get canceled? And I said, no, it hasn't gotten canceled. I got a text message saying that they're still planning on it going on. And he's like, okay, well, what are you going to do? And I'm like, I don't know. There are so many people. There's there's the news, there's my coworker, there's, you know, you, there's my own fear. I have all of I have this big fear bubble around me right now and I don't want to go. I'm terrified what happens, you know. And he's like, "Well, is it really important that you go?" And I said, "Well, honestly, I don't think the marketing class is extremely important. It would suck to be out the money. It would suck to miss out on that opportunity to learn how to market myself so other people can learn about me and can potentially benefit from knowing me. I'm really passionate about sharing that with people. So that would be kind of a bummer to miss out on that opportunity. But I told him, you know, when I check into it, when I really tune into it, I feel like this is the universe giving me a real test on whether I believe and trust in them and in my intuition and in my higher self. And I believe that if I go to this class tomorrow, that that is going to be the bigger win in the whole situation. I am going to learn and grow more in setting my fear aside and going through with driving up there and attending it and coming home than I am from learning anything in the class. This has become something much more than attending a class. This has become a opportunity for me to decide whether I'm going to let the fear and let what other people say to me and and tell me in to my belief system enough that I'm too scared to try I'm too scared to go or whether I'm going to believe and trust in myself and my spiritual community and what we feel together that I'm willing to go ahead and go even though I have fear because I am going to have fear because it's a winter storm and I always have fear driving in it and it's Further away than I've ever driven in a winter storm before on my own. So I have fear. There's going to be fear there. But what am I going to let win in this situation? And I did find a backup in case I was not able to get back on Friday night. My mom was going to be able to watch the kids so my husband could go to work on Saturday. That wasn't going to be a problem. Meditated on it. And my my grandpa and I, we have this relationship now, which is really funny because when he was alive, we didn't have a much of a relationship at all to speak of but my ability to speak with him now our relationship has grown so much and I treasure it so much and he likes to be a smart ass sometimes and he likes to tease me sometimes but sometimes that's what I need to keep me on the right track so there's been times where I've been asking him if it's okay for me to walk from building a to building b at work or if I should drive because it's supposed to rain and it looks like it's gonna rain and he'll laugh at me and be like are you made of sugar? Like, why are you scared to get wet? What's the worst thing that can happen? You'll get wet. Is that the end of the world? You know, and I'll be like, haha, you're so funny. No, but you know, have you ever been soaking wet and trying to work at the same time? And I have papers in here. What happens to that? You know, like, it's not funny, but, you know, it's kind of his way of being like, you're going to be okay. No matter what happens, you're going to be okay. And then I do it. So that Thursday night I'm meditating and he and he says to me, What's the worst that can happen? It's a little bit of snow. This is just a little bit of snow. What's the worst that can happen? And, you know, I tell him, did you know people have died in snowstorms? They have. They have hit other cars and gotten crushed to death. They've rolled over and gotten killed. Did you know you could get stranded in these conditions? And he kind of laughs at me and he says, it's just going to be snow. You can make it. What's the worst that can happen? And I said, okay all right, (laughs) I believe in my heart that I can make it. And you're telling me I can make it. And I believe in you because you can see a lot further than I can see with my human eyes on this world. So I decide I'm going to go. And Friday morning, I'm nervous as heck. And the fear has ramped up, you know, but Spirit woke me up at like four o'clock in the morning, so I had time to do my morning meditation and I had time to do, I looked up a a specific tapping for fear of driving and I did that and that was amazing because it helped tune into the meditation that I had done the night before where I asked the golden light of divine truth to show me what's gonna happen and it showed that the way up there was gonna be fine and the way home was gonna take me longer. It was gonna be a drive. It was gonna be a testament of my faith. And that I would get home and I would pull into my driveway weary, but thankful that I had made the journey and I had made it home. So Friday morning's tapping video I found was about picture yourself succeeding in your endeavor. What does that look like? And the same image showed up. My car is full of snow. The yard is full of snow. And I am pulling into my driveway with a big sigh of relief that I made it and I accomplished it. And I followed my faith and my love over fear. So I literally was shaking and about ready to cry as I crawled into my car that day. I just knew that this was something huge for me and this was something I had to do. And my husband likes to be the protector of the family. So he struggled a little bit letting me get in. But he said, you know, if this is what you got to do and you feel that you're going to be okay, I trust you. I believe in you. I know you can do it. And if you don't feel like for whatever reason that you can do it, you know, you can stay in a hotel. We have it all worked out. It's going to be okay. Much to spirit's dismay, I did pack a bag that day just in case I got stuck up there and I couldn't get home. You know, the entire time they're whispering in my ear, like, you don't need this. This is a waste of your time. You don't need this. But I was like, you know what? I believe in you. And I believe I am coming home today. But I would just like to satisfy my ego in a little bit of a way where I can say if I don't feel like it or if I decide I don't want to I have this option and they were okay with that and I was okay with that and that was a situation I felt comfortable moving forward in. So I went to this seminar and it was really awesome that I went. I was glad I went. I learned so much about myself and about my faith and how not to let all of these external forces try to dictate what I'm going to do in my life because there's always going to be external forces that try to dictate what you're going to do in your life and it is up to you And what you let in and what you let be the driver of your life, the fear or the love and the fate. And I did learn a lot about not just myself, but about, you know, there's things I learned about at the place that was interesting. And I also learned about things that I was not interested in pursuing in the name of success. So I think as the class went, it was good for me to go to. But like I said, the journey to get there and to get home and and with all the obstacles the week before, And all of the things trying to deviate me and trying to tell me I couldn't do it, that was the stronger lesson that I learned. I feel like to some of you, you may be like, oh my gosh, this is just a winter storm. Why would you make such a big deal out of it? I don't tell you this story because I think that you're going to be asked to go through a winter storm. I really, truly don't think that that's how it's going to show up with you. I'm telling you this story because I believe that we are always given opportunities to pursue those things that we really want in our life. And we always have excuses there will always be reasons for why right now isn't the right time. This isn't going to work right now because of this. And for me in December, this was one of those for me. It was my busiest time of year. I really didn't want to be taking vacation day. But I was asked, how serious are you about showing up in the world and helping people to be empowered to be the best versions of themselves? How serious are you about living a life full of authenticity and shining brightly for any of those looking for guidance. And in my heart of hearts, even though I was busy, I wanted to show up and I wanted to show them that I am willing to do what is asked of me when it's asked in the pursuit of my dreams and what I feel is right. And this was one of those situations, and I am so grateful that I went. How many times do we feel like we've been given this opportunity or we have this desire in our heart to pursue something, but then we let something external plant this this seedling of doubt and fear in us, and more and more doubt and fear continue to get in our way or present themselves in... Are you sure you can do this? Is this really something that's worth pursuing? And we have our choice on whether we let that be our driving force, whether we let the fear of what could be and the doubt of are we good enough prevent us from showing up in the world the way that we want to. And ever since this trip, I have really strived to let love and faith and trust be my driving force and it has been a ride <laughs> it has been like i said it's been so interesting and crazy sometimes and wonderful sometimes and terrifying sometimes because i have promised myself that i will continue to take that step outside my comfort zone and i will continue to grow and i will continue to let that love that faith and that trust in both myself and my spiritual community and my higher source be my guiding light And I promised myself after this trip that I would take a step towards accomplishing the goals and the desires and the dreams that I have every day. And sometimes in the last couple of weeks, that step, it has felt huge to me. It has put myself out there in a way where I feel extremely vulnerable and terrified of how people are going to perceive me and whether they're going to agree or judge me. But I chose that day to believe in them in myself. It changed something in me that has been wonderful and terrifying all at the same time because it showed me what could happen if I live my life that way. And I love that. So I'm going to continue doing that. And sometimes that step is simply waking up that day and choosing not to shield up, to remain open-hearted and open to the possibilities that are going on around me instead of putting my shield on to protect me and insulate me and keep me from being uncomfortable. I share this experience with you because I think it's important. I think it's important to share experiences like this with you so that way you know that it is possible and you're exposed to what life could look like should you choose to pursue this option for yourself. It's not always exciting. (laughs) It's just, I mean, it can be, I guess, if you look at it that way, but sometimes I am really terrified. Like, how is this going to impact me? How is this going to impact my family? But then I always remind myself that people are going to judge me no matter what I do. If I'm quiet, they're going to think I'm too quiet. If I'm loud, I'm too loud. I cannot please everyone in this world. It's impossible for us to go around in this world and please everyone. So at the end of the day, when you know that people are going to judge you regardless, it's up to you whether you're going to let that determine what you do and what you don't do. And then I ask myself, if people are going to judge you regardless of what you do, why would you not choose to show up in the world? Why would you not do what makes you feel right? What makes you burn bright and happy and joyful and express yourself and be who you came here to be? At the end of my life, whenever that is, I do not want to have regrets. I don't want to wish that I had showed up in life more. I don't want to wish that I had pursued my dreams. I don't want to have a heart that feels broken because I didn't want it to be my time yet because I didn't get to this and I didn't get to that and I didn't get to achieve this. I want to do the best I can every single day to achieve what I came here to achieve and to follow my heart and to follow the guidance that I know is always there inside of me every day and also with my spiritual community. I am so grateful that I continue every morning to show up and ask how I can further myself, how I can be the person that I came here to be. And I can't speak for anyone else because I don't know what's being asked of you, but I hope that you find your way to the things that make you feel good. I hope that you investigate the beliefs that are holding you back and are willing to let those go when the time comes. And I hope that you can find a way to live your life in an authentic and true way to yourself, where each day is filled with fun and light and happiness and joy, even if there is fear hovering around. I hope that you choose to move out and take that step despite the fear. Move through the discomfort and live the life of your dreams. It's there for you whenever you want. I really hope you've enjoyed this episode of Unraveling the Veil today. I know I've enjoyed talking to you. Thank you. With all of my love, Yara Rose.